You're listening to Reckless at Best, two guys who know everything about nothing. We're glad you're here, so tighten those bootstraps, hold on to that oh shit handle. This could get bumpy. Welcome back to Reckless at Best. He's Chris Zawatsky. I'm Tyler Larson. We're glad you're with us. Welcome back. What a crazy Sunday of football it has been. I know, and we're not even, and this is just the games that are just done. Yeah. <laughs> we still got tomorrow night's game, but I mean, unbelievable. I mean, obviously, yeah, I got a game left, but uh, uh, either way, I, there was what I would consider several upsets. Well, not just several upsets. You'd consider even upsets that were taken off of the Vegas line as well. I mean, the, right. you know, if we look at our last episode, we talk about the Vegas line games that we were talking about in previews. I mean, just look at how today went. I mean, should we just start from the bottom? Well, I mean, we can start wherever you want. Well, I think the first one I want to start with is the same one we started with the other day, and that was the un- only undefeated team left in the NFL is still the only undefeated team left in the NFL. What a win by the Steelers today. Yeah, very, uh, very, very close game. Um, unfortunately, you know, I didn't get to see much of it um, other than some highlights and and whatnot. But uh, from the looks of it, I mean, the Steelers defense just continues to be the Steelers defense. Uh, the Ravens had, had no problem, you know, putting up points like uh, But uh, it, it just wasn't, wasn't enough to get past the Steelers. No, I mean, I mean, I think if we really look at it this way, I mean, at halftime you had the you had the Ravens up seventeen seven. Steelers go out and put fourteen points up on the board, uh, and then take the lead there. Then you got uh, Baltimore coming in, taking another lead, and then uh, finishing the game off with a nice little uh, touchdown by the Steelers. I mean, just a nice little drive, four and a half minute drive to get it in. Yeah, you know, I mean, statistical or statistic wise. Uh, I don't think Lamar Jackson had a bad game, 13 to 28, less than 50%. Uh, but 208 yards passing, two touchdowns. Uh, he did throw a pick six, uh, but he two of he had two interceptions. One of them was a pick six. Um, and then doing what Lamar does, 65 yards rushing, which is not common. Um, but you look at that, uh, it looks like pretty good stats minus that pick six. Um, but that's, well, the, that's the Steelers' defense for you. Well, here's one thing I want to look at it this way. You know, you think Lamar Jackson, why statistically not a terrible game, but his QBR at the end of the game was 12.6. I mean, you don't get much more worse than that. I mean, Lamar Jackson passed, completed less passes than he ran the ball today. Uh, he also was sacked four times for 16 yards, and that also shows that losing state, uh, that injury today. Was it Ronnie Staley? Yeah, yeah, out for the season. Uh, yeah, I mean, they paid him $99 million contract, and now he turned around, he's done for the year. Unfortunate injury, I mean, but that that's yeah. going to kill that offensive line. Uh, but then you turn around and look at how Big Ben went. I mean, he was 21 for 32 with 182 yards and two touchdowns. You know, ended with a QBR of 80.7, but the biggest stat to look at here is he's only sacked twice for a total of nine yards. Right. Offensive line is in better shape. Uh, you know, you got James Conner had a solid average game, 15 touches, 47 yards, but had a touchdown in there as well. Um, but another thing to really look at is the Steelers only ran for 48 yards today. Right. Uh, <clears throat> that's That's – Interesting. Yeah, you know, when you when you look at it, you know, the Ravens had more passing yards. They had more rushing yards. They had 29 
plays and 236 more total yards than the Steelers. And still lost the game. Well, and I think this just shows Lamar. The, you know, Lamar can game manage a game all he wants. And he can, you know, he can run the ball. He can pass the ball if he needs to. Uh, but I think it just proved today that Lamar is out of weapons. I mean, you know, England was out today. Big, big loss. But I mean, you had J.K. Dobbins that still put up 113 yards today, but didn't get in the end zone once. The Ravens rushed the ball 47 times. 47 oh, times today. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know, you know, not seeing the game, unfortunately, uh, is a big hindrance of this, but uh, to run it 47 times and you lost. So what does that say? Does that say that you have more or more trust in your running game, you know, that your offensive line is going to open up those holes or about to be able to, your tight ends are going to be able to hold up and your wide receivers on the outside so you can bounce it outside if you need to. Um, or does this say that, you know, when push comes to shove, they can't get it done passing? And I'm not I'm not trying to knock on Lamar too much because he's an unreal talent, uh, going to have a great career in the NFL, already has. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, we talked about this last season, too, and I haven't seen – I've seen a little bit of improvement from Lamar when it comes to passing the ball, but he's, he's never been one that when, – when, you know, if they're down, the game's on the line to go down the field, if they have to throw it, I just don't think Lamar can get it done. No, no. I mean, but that's the thing about Lamar is he can run out of that pocket. I mean, the thing about it is he ran it 16 times a day. Lamar is tied for the most, or was tied today for the most runs by any rusher on both sides of the ball. Uh, him and uh, their running back, Edwards, um, Gus Edwards, both had 16 touches. Why is Lamar running the ball 16 times? Right. It's not going to make him a better quarterback. It's not going to make you a long-lasting quarterback. I mean, all it's going to take is going to take one serious injury, and I think Lamar would have a whole different outlook on, you know, maybe I can't run it 20 times a game, you know? It's gonna, he's going to get hit hard enough. I mean, he got popped a couple times in college. You know, we all saw that. Yeah. Uh, is he going to get popped in the NFL? Right. I think it's only a matter of time, and I'm not, I'm not wishing an injury on anybody, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not wishing an injury on him or anything to happen to him. I just – that's just the way it goes. You run like that, you're going to get an injury. 100%. 100%. I mean, all in all, uh, congrats to the Steelers starting the season 7-0 and and just looking dominating in the AFC. Uh, but I want to switch over to the NFC uh, and actually in our league matchup where we had today. It's actually our first upset I want to talk about today. Dolphins come in and win the game. Rams come down to Miami, play the game to his first start, and he comes out with a win today. Start on the second play of offense, you know, he fumbles the ball. Uh, turn around, L.A. comes around, and I think they, they get a touchdown out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it was Miami all after that. Miami put up 21 points in the second quarter today. 21 points. I think what a lot plays into this is, you know, the Rams just played on Sunday, uh, Sunday night. So they had a short week, they had all the way across the country to the East Coast. So you're already in a different time zone. Plus, you did have daylight savings time last night. So that, of course, everybody gets affected by daylight savings time. But it, it wears on it. It's a, it's a big switch, big, big, big switch. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I mean, you know, biggest things, biggest things to talk about in this game, obviously, is Miami got their third straight win by ten plus points. Unreal. Unreal. Would you ever think the Miami Dolphins, I think they're one game out right now, one or two, um, 
and just uh, they they actually don't look bad right now. Um, you know, Tua when he got into his form after that first drive, he just looked good. He did, but but the issue, he's twelve of twenty two for ninety three yards passing, right? And then you compare mm-hmm. that to golf on the other side. He was thirty five of sixty one. By the way, throw it sixty one times in a game. I'm, I know, after after talking about you know uh, uh, running it forty seven times in the last game, <laughs> you know. You can't do that. You got to have a little bit of balance. I get it. You lost 28-17, so some of that was probably trying to play catch-up. But 35-51, a touchdown, two picks and two lost fumbles. Now, those two picks and two lost fumbles were all in the first half. It's the worst half that Jared Goff has ever had when it comes to turnovers. That's not Jared Goff. He does protect the ball pretty well. Um, yeah. It's so uncharacteristic, but I think that speaks a lot of of Miami's defense. They get slept on a lot of no, and and uh, but they have some playmaking on the defense, and maybe not names, but uh, they get after the ball. They get after the quarterback. They hit hard. Uh, they tackle, and, and I and I I think that played into that. You know, it it just it looked looked really bad. But this this is Miami's building up a trade script. It's, it's the third straight game that they, that they've allowed seventeen points or fewer. Uh, mm-hmm. that has six years. So, uh, very, very impressive. Very impressive offense defensively. You know, another thing that I want to talk about this game is one of the biggest stats that stand out to me is Corey Cup. You know, or Cooper Cup. I'm sorry. I always call him that. I don't know why I do that. You know, Cooper Cup had 11 touches for 110 yards, but no touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Targeted 21 times today. 21 times. And he caught 11 of them. Now, could be a mixture of both, but that's not good. No. You got to come down with that ball. You got to come down with that ball. You know, and we don't know where some of them batted, where they defensed, where they dropped. We don't know, you know, but uh, uh, yeah, when you're only catching 50% of the balls thrown your way, that's not good, you know. And the Rams have three true number one wide receivers. I really do believe that. But. Uh Uh, it, 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 it's <laughs> you gotta catch yeah I, I think you really do I mean the thing about it is you know um, Los, Los Angeles today had 61 passing plays and 29 rushing plays that means they ran 90 plays of offense today yeah. 90 plays of offense today Miami 22 passing uh, attempts 25 rushes that's half that yeah, you know the Rams today. Uh, Statistic-wise, the Rams ran the gambit on everything. Uh, you know, time of possession, the Rams had a thirty-six minutes versus twenty-three minutes, or thirty-six and a half and twenty-three and a half. Uh, uh, total plays ninety-two to forty-eight. I mean, total yards four hundred seventy-one total yards by the Rams today. Yeah, and forty-eight by the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Dolphins got out with a win today. I I just I. I that goes back. That's the age-old age old adage. Create turnover, win the game. You know, and you know, bring up a crazy stat about this. Goff attempted more passes today than Tua, Derek Carr, and Kirk Cousins combined. They had sixty total passes today. Mm-hmm. All three of them won today. Yeah, Goff didn't. Right. And, and we'll get more of those wins. You can't. You can't place it all on Goff. 
you know, he can't he can't personally stop the uh, Miami offense from scoring. But when you turn it over, when you are the reason for reason. the turnovers, right? Four turnovers. Well, guess how many touchdowns the Dolphins scored? Four. Mm-hmm. They didn't score 100%. five. They didn't score six or seven or eight. No, they scored four and won the game. Now, were all those off of turnovers? No, but it contributes. takes the ball out of their offensive hands, and it gives it back to the offense of Miami Dolphins. Okay, we'll look at it this way. Two of those turnovers today were touchdowns. Yeah. On the play. On the play. Yeah. Yeah, I just think the Rams just looks a little looks a little off today. Um, you know, the Dolphins are looking better. Uh, I think, you know, we need to keep watching the Dolphins here. They might pull out a uh, wild card spot this year if they keep playing the way they are. I think the Dolphins could go to the playoffs. But we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we it's we're halfway through the season. We're right at the midpoint now. Um, so uh, a lot lot can happen in the back half of the season, and this is where teams are really going to buckle up and you're really going to start to see who's a playoff team, who's been a playoff this whole time. Uh, uh, we don't know. You know, the Dolphins have been pretty average, a bit better than average in the first half of the season. So if they can continue on and keep building, that's what they're having, and Tua comes out and continues to play well, uh, he's going to have to throw more than 93 yards. Mm-hmm. When it, when push comes to shove in the back part of the season, when it starts getting cold everywhere, and, and, and it, it, uh, you're going to get out of that warm Miami heat. and uh, uh, But uh, it's going to get interesting, and good luck to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They continue their success. Well, speaking of the AFC, I kind of want to keep it up in there, and I think I want to talk about the matchup that we all knew was going to be miserable today. Uh, Jets and the defending or defending Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, they, Kansas City Chiefs. Go ahead. They handled them today. Yeah, thirty-five to nine. I mean, the, the Jets again didn't score a touchdown. You can't win not scoring a touchdown. Uh, Darnold didn't throw a, throw an interception, but he didn't throw a touchdown. Threw one hundred and thirty-three yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, another thing, look at it this way. I mean, he threw for 133 yards today. Mahomes threw for 416 today. You know, bold prediction you made was that Mah- this could be the game Mahomes threw- could throw 500. It got pretty close. Um, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes looks like he's back in his form again. Uh, you know, they, they took that loss to Vegas. And again, I know that it's the Jets, but he looked exactly how he should have against the Jets. I don't think Mahomes is back for their losses for him. I mean, when they played the uh, – yeah, they lost to the race. Uh, but then last week, uh, he didn't run at once. He didn't have one rushing yard. Uh, mm-hmm. Had average stats at best when they still won because they didn't, he didn't have to be special. Uh, so Mahomes – He didn't run against A either. He, he's out there you know, doing Mahomes things. I think he'd have gotten the 500 yards had they not taken him out uh, and let Chad Hitt play, who came in and threw three for four for 15 yards. And then I was with Tommy Townsend, which I don't think I've ever heard of. He came in and had 100% completion rate, 101 for 13 mm-hmm. years. So uh, I think if you keep it in Mahomes' hands, he gets 500 yards, but I get taken him out because you're you know, stomping. Yeah, don't risk an injury to your stud. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, look at you know, the Russian game the Jets won it today, 93 to 50. Uh, so if they want to look at any small victories, there's one there. You know, Le'Veon Bell's first game against the Jets since he's been released and picked up by the Chiefs. Uh, he only had six touches for seven yards today, but he had three catches for 31 yards today. So Le'Veon Bell's starting to get in, into his stride, I believe. I mean, I think with Edwards Alaire, you can't really take him away from the ball right now because Edwards Alaire is looking good as a rookie back there right now. Um, you know, another thing, another thing to look at is the the Jets only had 25 penalty yards today. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs had 61. Mm-hmm. 
But it, so, you know, the, the Chiefs need to start tightening that down if they want to get later in the season. But, I mean, the Jets only scored eight total touchdowns this whole year. Eight. Eight. Right. That's a problem. That's a problem because there's teams that have scored eight touchdowns in a game and a half. <laughs> the, the, Chief, the Chiefs yeah. scored five today. Right. Uh, it, it's just I, – I, we could go on and on and on, and we've already talked about, you know, what we think is wrong with the Jets and, and – and, who's on the chopping block and who should be on the chopping block. Adam Gates. But it's just, you know, Darnold was only sacked once, so it's not like the Chiefs defense got after him a whole bunch. They only had one turnover. It wasn't Darnold's fault. It was a fumble that they lost. Uh, but where it mm-hmm. is Darnold's fault, if you will, because he is a starting quarterback. Um, they didn't even make it to the, in, or to the red zone. No. Mm-mm. So because they couldn't reach the end zone, they had to go for two field goals. That made them. But the problem is when you scored nine points, uh, you can't you can't win by I, I just don't you can't win by not making it to the and that big burner play. That's the only reason you score outside of the red zone. Uh, they're not doing that. They're not taking the top off anything. And their field goals were on the Chiefs twenty one, the Chiefs thirty seven, and the Chiefs thirty. Mm-hmm. And then they had a block field goal on the Chiefs twenty nine. I, uh, I don't know. I, I just think the Jets are just continue to be the dumpster fire, and then after that, it was punt, 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 fumble, punt, punt, end of game. Yeah, I mean 12, 12 first downs total. That's all the Jets had mm-hmm. all game. Twelve first downs. Uh, you usually get less possessions than in a game. Mm-hmm. Rarely you get twelve possessions in a, in a national football game. Uh, the Chiefs almost doubled that in passing first down alone with twenty one. Uh, I didn't down the Chiefs rushing first downs because it's it, they had twenty one. They had three. They had three. Three. There you go. You know, uh, and third down efficiency. You got the Chiefs going seven for thirteen today, fifty percent. Not terrible on third down, but average. Jets two for twelve. Two for twelve on third down today. You can't, you can't win games if you can't get a first down. Well, and the the, the problem is is their third and longs. You you can convert, and sometimes you're not going to get every third down. Even the greatest team in the world that's ever been has it doesn't make every third down. I get that, uh, but you got to you can't go twelve and expect. Uh, yeah, I just I just think unfortunately it's. It's a lost cause there. Yep. And I think we just need to keep watching the dumpster fire happen. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to move on to another game here. Um, it's a game that I'm not – I was I, – I didn't want to even take the stats for this game. I didn't want to take notes for it. I, did, I didn't want to do anything with it. But let me say something to anybody who is a fan out there. Just relax. We had a bad game. A bad game against Tampa Bay as well. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's not like we played a horrible game, uh, but the Vikings played a better game. And the Vikings came out and wanted to win more than the Packers did. I think the Packers probably looked at the Vikings as a one-in-five team and said, this is going to be a piece of cake. We're at home. It's cold. It was snowing during kickoff. And came back to bite them in the ass. Um, I mean, you lost 22. You had a chance to come back in the end, and 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 obviously Rodgers fumbled on the last play of the game. Vikings recovered, game over. But just really, it was a bad game against a good. I know the Vikings were one and five coming in, but it's a Mike Zimmer defense. I know they had a lot of starters out, but it's a Mike Zimmer defense. 
Uh, should have done better, but it's a Mike Zimmer defense. Okay, now that the Homer conversation is over, it's let's not, talk about some real it's truth. It's not a Homer conversation <laughs> because I said relax. I'm, I'm speaking truth here. The Vikings played a better game. I'm not, I'm not coming out here and saying, yeah, the Packers are the better team. Blah, blah, blah. No, they, they are the better team. But you lost the game. The Vikings played better. It was what it is. You got beat. I said what I said last week. I said what I said. The, the only way the Vikings stay in this game is with 150 yards by Dalvin Cook. He gets 163 on the ground, plus 63 in the pass, including a 50-yard touchdown. Uh, two players scored all the touchdowns today. Two players. Dalvin Cook, Deontay Adams. That's it. I mean, obviously, you can say Aaron Rodgers threw it three times to Devontae Adams. Kirk Cousins threw it once to Dalvin Cook. But all seven touchdowns today were scored by two players. There was five total drives in the first half. Five total drives in the first half. This is the slowest but fastest moving first half of football I've ever seen. But it shows that the NFC North can run drives like that. Today, Dalvin Cook won the game for Minnesota. You know, we we are getting injury after injury after injury in that uh, defensive back. That by, by the way this is going, uh, there's going to be open tryouts for defensive backs for the Vikings right now. It's going to be like invincible all over again. Uh, and that's what's going to kill us in the longer run today. What saved us was our line today. Our line and Eric Kendricks saved us today. Eric Kendricks had nine tackles by halfway through the second quarter. That's what kept us in the game. Yeah. You know, uh, Green had more first downs. They had, they had more total yards than the Vikings. Uh, they couldn't stop the run. And one big stab, here's how they, you know, Green Bay had more first downs. I mean, they had some long drives, just didn't do anything with it uh, when it came, you know, obviously outside of the first two uh, possessions and then a possession in the fourth quarter where they scored the touchdown. Um, when you can't stop the run, it runs it for 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards. Well, you don't, you're going to have less first downs on that drive because you've eaten up two first downs on one run. Um, Green Bay's mm-hmm. wasn't good against the run last year. They're not good against the run this year. Uh, they're good against the run when running back is good. But when you go against Dalvin Cook, who can't run, has no problem. You can't you can't arm tackle him because he's going to run right through it. He's a strong back. Uh, it's going to be a smart back in the backfield. Uh, when you can't stop it, you're going to lose. That's what happens. You look over the past two years, it's been the same thing. You don't stop the run, you lose. Yep, and I just think, you know, today, you know, Dalvin Cook came back from injury. You know, no one knew what was going to happen, and he came around and put up 163 yards today. Uh, you know, uh, Dalvin Cook had more rushing yards than Kirk Cousins had passing mm-hmm. yards. So I think, you know, the the best part about this whole entire thing is that we pulled off a win today, a nice win, um, but – it still shows we're not there yet. Biggest thing that killed Green Bay today, I think, is penalties. Yeah, uh, they got penalties. Some of them were one for sure questionable pass interference call on, on Green Bay. Um, but it is what it is. You do anything about it. Uh, I do think there was a pass interference on fourth down on one of the Vikings DBs uh, where he grabbed place uh, and then he swung arms down before the ball even got there. That's clearly an interference. 
the call. Uh, they didn't call it, and it ended the drive for Green Bay, and it gave the ball right back to Minnesota. Uh, now, uh, excuses as to why that's, you know, as to that's why Green Bay lost. Uh, but things like that do kill momentum, do kill drives. I know it's a bad call. Uh, but I, you could argue that in the game when bad calls come along, but uh, the NFL over the past few years, I feel, has been wildly inconsistent with with pass interference calls and what is what isn't, and and uh, I feel like they need to get it fixed. Call it one way or don't call it, and that's the way it should be because it, there are it's not always losing the team for a team, but it affects it affects drives. So, but. I don't think that's why they lost. They couldn't stop Dalvin Cook. That's why they lost. Yeah, a lot of different variables variables that can put into the game, why there might have been the loss too, uh, and also why we won the game. But, I mean, like you said, it all comes down to Dalvin Cook today. He doesn't put up 163 rushing yards. Green Bay could very well have won that game today, but he put 163 rushing yards. He had 30 touches today uh, plus two catches. So, I mean, that's – that that's what it is. It was Dalvin Cook's game. I think if we were to give a game ball, it'd be to Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook and Eric Kendricks would take the game ball for me today, uh, the way they both played today. You had Eric Kendricks running stride for stride with Devontae Adams on Tampa 2. Tampa 2 was our most used defense today, and he kept up with them. Yes, obviously, Dal- or, uh, Devontae Adams did have three touchdowns today, um, but he also only had seven, or 53 yards, you know, after putting up 200 last week. Mm-hmm. Well, I- so in my opinion, I call that a win. I call yeah, that a win. Absolutely. You know, you, you put looks looks more glorious on the stat sheet. Uh, but he had two touchdowns last week, so this week he had three touchdowns. Um, you're mm-hmm. obviously points on the board for your team, and that's ultimately what matters at the end of the day. But you know, they did hold him to 53 yards. But that's a Mike Zimmer defense. Here's he's he's not going to leave. I don't think I saw one time Devonte one on one today. It's just not going to happen. He's not going to allow that to happen. Yeah, and that's why, that's why, that's why you know all the rumors that can say you know Zimmer's on a hot seat. You can't really put him on one because, yeah, we've lost games, but look at the way we've lost it. Lost to Seattle by one point. We lost to Tennessee by one point. Um, we won today by six. Uh, I'm thinking about that other loss we had. That was close. You know, we lost Green Bay. We well, we lost Green Bay. We lost to the Colts, Seahawks, Titans. I don't know who I'm freaking. Oh, Falcon. Oh, yeah. Oh, that uh, wasn't even close. Okay, but you look at those two losses right there. Uh, I turn those around. You the games. Minnesota sitting at four and three. No, I just. I don't know. But a bright spot, you know. Green Bay still, uh, once again, this uh, today went down and scored points on the first drive of the game. They're the only team still in the league to do that, or the only ones left that could do it. Um, but uh, that's eight eight straight games. So I mean, that's a nice stat to have. It means you're coming out of the gates well. Uh, you're moving the ball well. What you game plan for is working at first. Um, now you're going to want to change it up a little bit in order to win these types of games against division good division opponents. And, um, uh, but the problem is Mike Mike Pettin's defense. Uh, they play a three-four built to stop over the top. They play a prevent defense, so it means they want to prevent you from winning. But the problem is. It's susceptible to the run, and when a team comes and can run like uh, Minnesota can, 
your prevent defense over the top doesn't work when you're losing because they're already winning. So, I don't know. I think some scheming needs to be changed there, but uh, that's just my own opinion, and there's no need to get into that because that's not facts of the game. So, uh, it is what it is. Green Bay lost. Uh, got a tough, tough game coming up Thursday night against uh, San Francisco in St. So, uh, gonna have to get it. Uh, and we got some stuff to get to in that game at some point. Oh man, San Francisco. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's move on to the Colts and Lions, another NFC North opponent. Philip Rivers in stride. I mean, they whooped the Lions today 41 21. Just whooped them. Philip Rivers in stride. Philip Rivers, you know, he went 23 for 33 days, 262 yards, and three touchdowns. He was only sacked twice. Matt Stafford goes 24 for 42 with 336 yards, three touchdowns and a pick, but he sacked five times. I think you're looking at biggest issues here is still that offensive line in Detroit needs to get worked on. They haven't had an offensive line in Detroit for years. Mm-hmm. And that's what's been killing. That's why you also see a lot of shorter careers when you look at the Detroit side. You know, Barry Sanders was one, uh, Megatron. You're talking about another big names that came out of Detroit too early when they were too young, but that's because there's no help around them. Um, and then they, you get these, you know, past their prime stars. And unfortunately, I hate to even bring his name up, but Adrian Peterson, you know, he's supposed to be their one back. He touched the ball five times today for seven yards. And you want to know something? His long run today was seven yards. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't see that, really. Yeah. So that means he either had negative plays and positive plays that evened each other out, or he just got zero I'm yards. I guess he just got stuffed because if Stafford got sacked five times, uh, the Colts defensive mm-hmm. line, and the Colts have a good defense, so uh, just lighten up mm-hmm. that offensive mm-hmm. line. But the problem... There's so many problems, but the Lions had 29 mm-hmm. rushing yards total. Total. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't win like that. Well, Indianapolis ran the ball three times more than Detroit did. Uh, 39, uh, 39 touches versus 13 touches. You know, they ran the ball 39 times, but they only got 119 yards out of it today. Yeah, but but they got two touchdowns. Yeah, and. 100-plus yards on the ground really helps a, a passing game. Mm-hmm. So who cares if it's only 111, 113, 119? Like he said it, it. Well, well, look at it this way. Indianapolis scored zero points in the first and zero points in the third. In the second, they scored 20. And in the fourth quarter, they scored 21 points a day. That's a little... Colts are looking good. Colts are looking halfway good. I mean, they're five and two right now. I think they're first in their division. You still got to get T.Y. Hilton going, though. I mean, I don't know what the situation is there, but I said on the last episode, I said I think T.Y. Hilton's going to have three touchdowns this game. I just felt for some reason against the Lions secondary that he would be able to go off. Uh, no touchdowns, and he had mm-hmm. nine receiving yards. Nine. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little interesting to me that maybe it just looks like T.Y. Hilton is slowly stepping away from being that number one star that they have down there. Uh, Nick Hines had three catches today. Zach Paschal had three catches today. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was only targeted twice. He caught both of his catches. Okay, so even if you want to use the argument that T.Y. Hilton is stepping out of his number one role, are you still only throwing it to him two times? He's the most experienced receiver or cast, uh, pass catcher that you have, period, 
and you're only throwing it to him two mm-hmm. times? I mean, even if you double him, how is he only getting thrown to two times? I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't I don't know if he's just trying to spread it out uh, or what he's trying to do here, but I, I just don't get it. Uh, you know, another thing that tilted this game was the, uh, Detroit had two turnovers yeah. uh, and um, Indianapolis had zero. Uh, time of possession, Indianapolis, 37 minutes, 46 seconds. Detroit, 22 minutes, 14 seconds. Uh, you know, penalties. Here's a big one right here. Three penalties for Indianapolis for 19 yards. Four penalties for Detroit for 76 yeah, yards. That'll do it. I mean, that's a big difference here. But total yards, I mean, look at it this way. Total yards, uh, 366 by the Colts, 326 by the by the Lions here today. I mean, so it was almost an evenly matched game, you know, and that difference is mainly in the passing game. But the biggest issue is they cannot score. Yeah. They need to score touchdowns. And if the Detroit Lions aren't doing it, the Detroit Lions are going to go back to normal form. No offense to Lions fans. Well, I think even Lions fans are sick of it at this point of just being bad. It is. It's unfortunate. being bad. And, I mean, they might win four or five, maybe even six games a year. Last year they won three, so at least they've already matched that that total from last year. But uh, (laughs) that's absolutely terrible. But um, I don't think Matt Patricia is the answer. I don't think he's going to do anything stellar. I don't think he will have a job at the end of this season if he doesn't, you know, at least win another four or five games. Uh, maybe even more than that, five to six games to get on the plus side of 500. But uh, Look at the defense he ran in New England, and now he can't run shit. Now he had really good, well, better players in New England than he has in Detroit. But it's just, it's not working. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know Matt Patricia. I don't know a lot about Matt Patricia, so I can't judge him as a person or really as a coach. I don't I don't know the guy. I don't know what, anything about him. But clearly, something's not working. Yeah. So yep. You're wasting a good career in Matt Stafford, a great quarterback. Um, he, he's never had any help. He needs some help. But uh, as a division opponent, it doesn't bother me one bit. Yep. Well, I want to move on to the next upset that we had technically, and this is an upset that was built on by a Vegas side. You know, Vegas had this team up by three and a half point uh, favorite episode, but the Cleveland Browns today, I'm going to start this game off by actually talking about our bold predictions, just because we looked up these numbers today. They were just bad. Oh, I couldn't me. believe it. When you read those out to me, I, I absolutely couldn't believe it. And anybody listening, you'll be able to do the quick math in your head. So go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. Well, let me just start off by saying that our bold predictions for this game, uh, final score of this game was 16-6 Vegas. Unbelievable. We'll get into all that here in a second. But bold predictions we had for this game is you had Derek Carr with 382 total yards. I said Baker would go with 400 total yards today. Here's the final numbers. Derek Carr had 153 total yards today. Baker Mayfield had 151 total yards today. Not, Not even close. Not even close. Uh, Las Vegas ran the ball 45 times today. 45 times for 208 yards. uh, Josh Jacobs, 31 for 128. Didn't get a touchdown today. 
Uh, Derek Carr ran six times for 41 yards, only got one passing touchdown today. Uh, Derek Carr goes 15 for 24 for 112 yards in that touchdown. And Baker goes 12 for 25 for 122 yards with no touchdown. The Cleveland Browns scored no touchdown today. Yeah. And it's not like, okay, I understand Odell's out. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Chubb's out, but you still have mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt, who is still doing really well. It's not like the Raiders have a star mm-hmm. defense. I mean, they're they're average, middle of the pack at best. How? I mean, I mean, and Cleveland still has playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Baker's not terrible. You know, you still got Jarvis Landry. I, I think you brought up a very good name with Kareem Hunt. I and mean, their tight end. Who is that? They got Austin Hooper. So, you got the do that? Yeah, he didn't have one touch or yeah that's today. A problem. That's a very I, big I just, problem. Oh, he was oh, out okay. this. Week. Well, that'd be why. But um, the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they're still at five and three. They're still at five and three. So, okay, but that. But is is now now does it make it look like it's a Cleveland five and three? I I don't know. I, I I don't know how to read the Browns because I understand what they did to the Cowboys, but it's the Cowboys. Uh, hmm. I, I just uh, I don't know what Cleveland is. I don't know if they're a good team. I don't think they're they're not a great team. Um, mm-hmm. They're not a bad team, but I don't want to call them average. I think they're a little better than average, but then sometimes they come out like today, you don't score a touchdown, and I think you're really bad. What are yep. they? Yep. I mean, I mean, you know, here's, here's the biggest stat that points out to me in this game. Las Vegas had the ball for 37 minutes and 43 seconds, while Cleveland had it for 22 minutes and 17 seconds. That's a big difference here. Las Vegas had 10 more first downs at 24 to 14. Total yards wise was 309 to 223. I, uh, Las Vegas dominated this yeah, game. I mean, today. I was going to ask you, you know, did Vegas. Okay, so let me ask you that then. Actually, that feeds into that perfect. Do you think Vegas won or do you think Cleveland lost? Because I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I was trying to think. I, I don't know. I would take a mixture of both here. I, you know, Baker comes around and he can put up 45 points on a team. You know, he put up, I think it was at 34 mm-hmm. last week with that win. Um, and then he puts up six. You can't, you, you can't do that all year and then turn around and put up six. Didn't even put a touchdown. You have to. Vegas playing the same that they've always been playing. So I think Vegas did win this game, but I think Cleveland also yeah, gave I mean, it to them. Consistent, you, you made the point perfectly consistency is key the raiders are playing like the raiders always do uh i mean they're, they are mm-hmm. at four and three now so good for them uh but the browns yeah you don't know you don't know what you're going to get and they're not consistent yep 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 i just think unfortunately the browns could uh, turn around every game every game the rest of the season now just the way they play yeah. today I want to move over to our next upset here, and this is a big upset. Um, not as big as Vegas would have thought, but uh, what we thought today. Another AFC matchup today. Joe Burrow gets his second win. Excuse me. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry about that. Uh, Joe Burrow gets his second win in the NFL, and he won the game. Joe Burrow won this game today, in my opinion. Uh, uh, 
31-20, Titans lose today. Uh, big upset here. Uh, and I think the biggest thing to talk about is Joe Burrow. He went 26 for 37 for 249 yards for two touchdowns. Here's a big stat. He wasn't sacked once Yeah, today. that's huge. I mean, when your offensive line is holding up, that's uh, it definitely is going to give you time to pass. And, and, and obviously for good – I mean, he had nine incompletions today. That's um, uh, 11, sorry. But uh, – um, that's really good. I mean, he's a rookie quarterback coming into a horrible organizational, a bad team. Uh, yeah, they're two, five, and one. Uh, but uh, he looks good. He looks like he understands again. He's a big guy too, so uh, he's gonna have to watch it. So I'm taking some hits, but uh, yeah, I mean, he threw for 250 yards and two touchdowns. So he, he's out there doing well. He had 106 passer rating today. So uh, that's the second highest of his career in his short career. Uh, the other one was like I think it was like uh-huh. 112. Uh, that would have been that first one. It's not far off, but uh, I mean, Derrick Henry still came out and put up 100 yards plus. But uh, that's just Derrick Henry. What can you do about it? <laughs> but all his all his yards today were rushing. He didn't have one rece- run reception day. Another thing that stood out to me today is there's a lot of similarities in the stats. Today, both teams had 27 first downs. Uh, total played wise, Bengals did 69, uh, 60 to the Titans. But here's a big stat to look at again: 36 minutes they had the ball. Uh, Cincinnati today, 36 minutes. Tennessee beat them in total yards. Tennessee uh, beat them in rushing yards. Dominated them in rushing yards. Tennessee doesn't win the game. Yeah, you beat them in turnovers. You beat them in time and possession. You're going to win the game. And mm-hmm. exactly. Joe Burrow played methodical drives today. Methodical drives today. Um, I was watching some of the highlights of this game, and Joe Burrow actually looked like the Joe Burrow we saw last year. In yeah, it's it it and it's crazy to me that they didn't just come out and oh we kick a last second field goal to beat them. They beat them by eleven. I mean that's obviously a, a, a hard two possessions to have, and um, uh, just a, they took the lead in the first quarter and never gave it back. Except, well, maybe. Let me see here. I think they took the lead and never a good gave it back. Quality win for the Bengals over a good team. I mean, the Titans aren't going anywhere. They're still going to be in the playoffs. I have no doubt about that. Uh, they're they're five and two for yep. Christ's sake. But uh, great win for Joe Burrow. Great win. Yep, Cincinnati took the lead with a field goal on the very first drive of the game and never and gave it back. This is right after they traded Carlos Dunlap to the Seahawks, so they got rid of a stud mm-hmm. lineman and still came out and beat the Titans by eleven. Domination today, Dom- beautiful game today. I think Joe Burrow is just looking better, and I think we need to see how this gets better in the future. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the new Miami Dolphins. No offense. The New England Patriots. What a disaster there. Uh, now, mind you, they did only lose this game by three points today. But they are two and five. The Patriots are two and five for the first time in what? At least 20 years? At least. Probably. I can't, I can't remember them having a, a start this bad uh, when Tom Brady was ever there. And I'm not just saying it's because of Tom Brady, but – uh, they don't have anybody. They have no, no playmakers um, on really e- either side of the ball. Now there's trade rumors with Stephon Gilmore. Uh, apparently his house is for sale. Um, uh, but Cam Newton came out and was doing Cam Newton things. People predicted before the game uh, that he was going to come out and look like the Cam Newton of old. Uh, well, guess what he did? He came in, he threw 15 for 25 for 174 yards and no touchdowns. 
Well, uh, New England hasn't started has not started two and five since two thousand. Twenty years. Uh, and this is their first game, first four game losing streak since two thousand two. Um, Cam Newton fumbles the ball on the game winning drive. He drove down the field and he fumbles it. I just think Cam Newton's done there. I, I, you know, if Jeff Driscoll starts next week, or Jared Stidham, sorry. If uh, Jared Stidham starts next week, I would not uh, be According to Bill Belichick, Cam is still their guy. Now, a lot can change through the middle of the week, but uh, uh, that was what he said after the game. But um, but here's here, here's the other side of this coin here. I think Buffalo needs their bye week. I don't I don't disagree with that. I mean, they're 6-2, and two, but they, they, need to, they need to rest. They need to rest. It's a struggling six. So I mean, it, it, it they barely beat the really bad Patriots. They beat them by three. Um, but but going back to Cam Newton, you can do all the stuff in the middle of the field that you want to do, but when it comes down to mm-hmm. it, when you give the ball away at the most important time of the game, it's a problem. That's it. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, real quick before we get into that, speaking about the Buffalo Bills, they have not won a game by more than 10 points except to the Jets. They beat the Jets by 10, but they beat the Dolphins by three. They beat the Rams by three. They beat the Raiders by seven. The Jets then they beat them by – or they beat the Jets by eight, and they beat the Patriots by three. But then their losses, they lost the Titans by 24, six, 26 points. They lost the Chiefs by nine. Um, but, yeah, um, back to your other point. Yeah, Cam can't fumble that ball. He cannot fumble that ball. And I mean, he's always been a running quarterback, so he knows what it's like to get hit, to carry, you know. It's not like you're putting, uh, I don't know, name your quarterback that doesn't scramble, Kirk Cousins. You know, he doesn't take those kinds of hits like Cam Newton does, and this is nothing bad against Kirk Cousins. That's just not his style. Kirk Cousins will roll out. That's not- but he's, a, he's a pocket quarterback and a little bit of a rollout. He's not going to scramble it like Cam Newton does and run it for 30 yards. Just doesn't do it. So Cam Newton's been doing this since he was in middle school probably. Cover up the damn ball. Fifteen giveaways this season. Fifteen giveaways. Unbelievable. Yeah, they've already matched their total from last year. Yeah, it's it's. I think I, I think New England and the Jets could be fighting for that first pick. The Jets, you never know. Jets might turn around and win a game. We talked about that before. <laughs> um, another stat to look at here is you know Josh Allen only threw for eighteen times today. They ran the ball thirty-eight times. Uh, Stephon Diggs he had six catches for ninety-two yards. Not one passing touchdown today on either side of the game. That's not good. That is not good. No. Sorry, I was reading something. So, <laughs> no, you're fine. But I mean, but everything else in this is about the same. Uh, first downs, twenty-two to twenty goes to the Bills. Total plays, sixty-one fifty-seven go to the Patriots. Time of possession, thirty minutes forty-five seconds to twenty-nine minutes and fifteen seconds uh, go to the Patriots. Penalties, five for thirty-five, five for thirty. Uh, this game was so evenly matched statistically, so evenly matched statistically. Cam fumbles the ball. Yeah, uh, okay, it was matched even statistically, and look at the score, 24-21, <laughs> so right on cue. There you go. But, uh, yeah, I agree. Yep, Buffalo, Buffalo needs I agree with you. It's, it's getting tough for them to win against bad teams, and when they go up against a good team, um, they get blown out. So Here's a little something for you. You know who Buffalo's got next? Buffalo uh, plays Seattle at home next, and then they go to Arizona 
then they get their bye week. Boy, oh boy. Well, maybe they'll be eight and two by their bye week. You never know. So six and four bills go into their bye week. Um, you know, no big injuries on the team right now. Well, Josh Norman, but that's because he got yeeted. He's afraid to come back. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Uh, regardless of the point, the Bills need to win that game by more than three points. And the only reason they won that game is because Cam Newton gave them the right. win. We're going to keep this in the AFC now that we're moving on to our afternoon games. And let me tell you about the barn burner we had here. Broncos come back, scored the game-winning touchdown with two minutes, 30 seconds left to beat the Chargers today. Uh, three and four. Uh, Drew Locke with the game-winning touchdown drive. Good for him. I've never been a hatred against uh, Drew Locke here. Uh, but uh, Denver comes out, puts up 21 points in the, sec- in the fourth quarter. Uh, 28 total points in the second half. Wins the game 31 to 30 today. Justin Herbert does not look terrible. He is still rookie. Uh, I still think he can be in the running for rookie of the year, but Justin Herbert comes out, puts up 278 yards with three touchdowns, but he throws two mm-hmm. picks today. Well, yeah, offensive rookie of the year, I think – uh, I I'm probably still going to put him as my front runner just because when you when I watch him play versus when I watch Joe Burrow play, I'm seeing more mm-hmm. impressive things out of Justin Herbert. Uh, now I 100%. like Justin Herbert in college. I liked him all through college. Uh, I th- always thought he was a really good quarterback, mm-hmm. and so I'm definitely rooting for. Him. Maybe I'm on his side a little bit more, but I just see better things out of him than I do Joe Burrow. No disrespect to Joe Burrow, he's a great quarterback. I think he'll have a good career. Um, but I, I, this is a bit of a bump in the road game for Justin Herbert. He wasn't great, but he was he was decent. Uh, two picks is tough, but even the greatest throw two picks in a game. So, yeah, yeah, um, and you know, look at listen to some stats here. The the Clippers. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. The Chargers. Uh, Beat him statistically terribly. Uh, 21 first downs to 17 first downs. Uh, 84 total plays to 59 total plays. 485 total yards to 351 total yards. 36 minutes of the ball versus 24 minutes of having the ball here. But in the red zone, they went two for four. Six penalties for 67 yards. I mind you, Denver had eight for 70. Um, two interceptions. Uh, Herbert will get there. Yeah. And I think now that he's in his competition, he's learning. Yeah. Absolutely. But, and I'm love. I, I, I'm loving watching Drew Lock grow too. He was good yes. last year, and uh, he just conti- keeps continuing. I mean, when you have two rushing yards in the first half, talk about putting the team and the game on your back, and they had to catch up, and he did. And he scored with two and a half minutes to go. And then the defense stepped up and obviously made a stop. And um, so good for him. I mean, absolutely wonderful. Uh, do you know who the quarterback of the Broncos was in 1991? 1991? Well, no, no I don't. That's how long it's been since they've only had two rushing yards in the first half. John Elway was the quarterback. Wow. Well, then you look at the AFC West. You know, you got the Chiefs in the front runner with a three-game lead here, but you got the Raiders, the Broncos, and Chargers all fighting for second here. Could that be a wild card spot this year? Um, 
You never. I don't think so because I I I I know of other AFC teams that are definitely going to make the playoffs, and I don't think the third place in the AFC West is going to make the playoffs again this year, unfortunately. Yep, I get it. I get it. Well, goes the point. Great game to watch. Amazing finish. I am very proud of that. Great game. Good to see two young quarterbacks battling it out, both having good games, putting up high scoring game. Um, very fun to watch. Exciting for the future of the NFL. All right. So we had two America's Game of the Weeks today. Uh, Fox had two of them today, but the main one that we're going to start with, the one that a lot of people were talking about more, even though it wasn't the bigger, bigger broadcast game of the day today, is the Seahawks and 49ers, an AFC West matchup today. And this was a damn good AFC West matchup. And then Jimmy G goes down again. Uh, Seattle comes in, makes up for that loss that they had. They win 37-27. Uh, coming off a uh, Niners are back to being 500 today. Um, but I think the biggest story that comes out of this is Russell Wilson is cooking again. 27 for 37, 261 yards, but he had four touchdowns today. Uh, two of those go to DK Metcalf. 161 of those yards are to DK Metcalf. Um, it, it's just how you Russ, get it, It's Russ not how you get forth. them as we talk. It's that you get them. Uh, but Garoppolo's starting mm-hmm. to be a bit of a problem, isn't he? I, mean, I think he is now. I, I think he see. I think now it's time. To, I mean, you know, he went down. He only had 84 total passing yards, but then Mullins comes out and puts up 238 passing yards today. I, I think it's time to start just, riding I, Mullins. I think Garoppolo kind of, you know, a couple seasons ago, he did it to himself when he should have went out of bounds and ended up tearing mm-hmm. his ACL uh, because he got hit. Uh, well, no, he slipped. His legs slid on the grass and he tore his ACL. Um, and then he's he's dealt Bad with hits. concussions. Now he's, he's it's ankles and legs and uh, his arm. He's had his problem with his with his arms before. Uh, every quarterback deals with injuries and stuff, but he's really young to be dealing with that many injuries. I think he's. I'd be cautious if I were the 49ers. Is Nick Mullen the answer? I don't know. Well, Mullins are beat hard. <laughs> Uh, biggest news story that came out of this, I know. Biggest news story that comes out of this, besides Garoppolo going down with an injury, uh, fifty-two total rushing yards by the Niners. They need Raheem Mostert. They back, really don't they? do. I mean, this is a team that isn't afraid to put up two hundred yards on the ground. They'll have multiple hundred-yard rushers in a game, and uh, they have fifty-two against a bad Seattle defense. The worst, the worst, yes. the worst defense in the NFL. 52. They need Mostert back. Bad. Yep. Yep. You know, Niners have a tough game going against the Packers, and Thursday Night Football and the Packers are going to be coming back for a win after losing today to Minnesota. Uh, So I just think that the Niners could go below 500 by Thursday. Matt LaFleur has never lost back-to-back games in his short year-and-a-half career with Green Bay. So Oh, yeah, there was a game between Tampa Bay and us. Uh, the other America's Game of the Week that we want to bring up here is obviously an NFC North matchup. This game actually went to overtime today, so talk about a close game today, but uh, that's you can tell Drew Brees is missing his weapons today. Uh, Drew Brees comes out, wins the game in overtime 26-23 to the Bears. Bears are down. 
uh, now to five and three. So it gives Green Bay still their one game lead in, <coughs> excuse me, in the NFC North. <coughs> um, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, biggest news story about this is uh, Alvin Kamara, 12 carries, 67 yards, but nine receptions for 96 yards, but not one touchdown today. Yeah, that's that's you have 150 all-purpose yards. 160 all-purpose yards. Uh, not one touchdown. Not one touchdown. That's okay. You know, you're not going to score every single week. Uh, you'd like to. You know, we wanted a touchdown, but uh, uh, he's happy to get his team the win. Um, the Bears, you know, when they finally scored a touchdown today, that was the first time in six quarters. So how they were at five and two, I don't understand because it means the whole last game they didn't score a touchdown, which they did lose the last game. But uh, yeah, I'm happy the Bears are at five and three. I'm sure you are too. I mean, it's only three games down from them now. Hey, Minnesota can make a run for the playoffs. If we play like we did today for the rest of the year. There's a very high possibility because Green Bay is a good team. And um, Minnesota came out and played a really good game. So, uh, but it's good to see the Bears get thumped on the head. <laughs> Breeze needs a receiver. Well, he's got to get Michael Thomas back. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Michael Thomas. Or Emmanuel Either Sanders. One of them. Like I mentioned to you earlier with Michael Thomas, he was cleared to come back a couple weeks ago, but he got into an altercation at practice. Uh, so they sat him out. <laughs> then this week, for some reason, an injury flare-up again. So he's out. I don't understand how if he was cleared last week, he can miss this week with an injury. Now something could have happened. I I, I guess I did, didn't think about that. But um they said it was a hamstring. They gotta get him back. I, Drew Brees needs him. Without Michael Thomas, everybody else is covered up. Michael Thomas yep. will draw three defenders in serious times if they have to. Yep. I just uh, he needs Michael Thomas back, and I know fantasy wise, I need but Michael it's not Thomas like back. Drew Brees had a bad game. Uh, Thirty-one for forty-one, two hundred eighty yards, and two touchdowns. That's efficient. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. efficient when you have Alvin Kamara in the background who can run it and catch the ball and run it. So. Uh, but but with but the win, the Saints still stay, they stay in the lead barely in the NFC South because they do have that Monday Night Football win against the Bucks to open the season. Um, uh, but uh, they play again on Monday Night Football, <laughs> so that'll be uh, if, yep. if Tampa Bay wins tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, oh no, sorry, Buccaneers play tomorrow night on Monday Night Football, not the Saints and Buccaneers. Um. But if the Buccaneers win, they'll have a lead. You actually had a yeah. So I think we need to see how tomorrow tomorrow night's game goes. Yeah, would it be tomorrow night's game? Yeah, tomorrow we need to see how that game goes and kind of play yep. from there. All right, next game we really want to bring up is obviously the fight for the NFC East. I cannot believe this is a conversation we're having about the NFC East. Uh, the three teams that are technically sitting in a version of first place are all have two wins. Um, that's including Washington and tonight's game of Sunday night football, which I can't believe is a game is uh, Philadelphia versus the Cowboys. Uh, Philadelphia did squeak out a nice win there. I don't even know if you want to call it a nice win, uh, but biggest conversation about the game is Carson Wentz had four turnovers, two picks, two fumbles. Yeah. Uh, and uh, three of those were in the first half. Um, uh, being one of the pick two two fumbles lost, uh, so not a good game. I mean, fifteen and twenty seven for one hundred and twenty three yards is. I mean, the completion percentage is all right, but the uh, uh, the one hundred and twenty three yards that's absolutely terrible. Uh, four turnovers. Uh, 
you're lucky you're playing the Cowboys because uh, anybody you're not coming away with a win doing that. Well, I mean, the Cowboys are already in the dumpster fire of what they are right now at being. I mean, they're two and six. Uh, they haven't won one game outside of Dallas. Uh, ben DiNucci gets the start tonight, a name you never thought you'd hear. Uh, he had 180 passing yards, but he gets sacks four times for 48 yards. Yeah, I mean, he – listen, I don't think anybody expected Ben DiNucci to be anything special <laughs> in this game, but uh, 21 of 40 for 180 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, but two fumbles lost. Uh, you know, Zeke needs to step up, and Zeke gets 19 touches for 63 yards. I don't he, – he's not stepping up. He's not helping the team right now. And I get it. You know, you lost both your quarterbacks. Uh, you've had some injuries. They're also – you look at the team, they're still undisciplined. Penalties galore. Uh, I, I, I just think, you know, right now it's almost time to just chop it up because Dak's not coming back this year. You'll be lucky if Dak come back, comes back next year at 100%. Yeah, I it, well, it's been chopped up for a long time, but uh, I mean, there's many questions surrounding this game. Uh, you know, while, while it was on, you and I were talking, and for Mike McCarthy, being a Packer fan, I I wish he would do well. Um, I don't care, Cowboys well, but uh, I wish he would do well. Um, and it's sad to see that he's not, but uh, but with that. And there's a lot of Amari had one target, one reception for five yards, and he didn't make that wasn't until the fourth quarter. Uh, like yeah. said, 19 carries for Zeke for 63 yards. Michael Gallup was the star, seven receptions for 61 yards. But even at that, that I mean, that's bad. It, it, of course, that's bad. But they have so many playmakers. I don't understand how that's what you come away with. Against a bad team. Well, I mean, it's just showing right now the NFC East has nothing to offer right now. Um, (laughs) It's just terrible. I mean, yeah, obviously the Cowboys could possibly be better if they had their stars, but they don't. Um, Yeah. It's uh, unfortunately, you know, Eagles are getting the much needed buy buy that they need next week. Uh, But the Cowboys are getting the exact opposite by playing the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And I'm unfortunately, sorry. I, I think they're going to finish two and seven. I, I, I don't think it matters who's under center at this point. I it's, it's gone down to the wayside and it's not going to get much better for Dallas this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, but, but there was kind of a bright spot I saw in Dallas's offense early in the week. Mike, uh, Mike McCarthy talked about that. He had some different plays that, uh, he thought they were going to be able to run some different stuff to prove that he wasn't the old Mike McCarthy of, you know, run, run, pass, run, run, that kind of offense, you know. Uh, so they did run a few different gadget plays. Uh, uh, Zeke lined up in the backfield like three different times in a wildcat, and they had Danucci out wide. Of course, they're not going to throw it to him, but it's, it's a different look for the Cowboys. Uh, gives your opponent something different that they kind of have to pay attention to and maybe now game plan for for anybody that, you know, for the rest of the Cowboys schedule. But uh, so that was good to see. But um, uh, and then there was a play in the fourth quarter that I'd like to bring up. It was a, that uh, fumble on Danucci. Uh, it's third down in the fourth quarter. He fumbled. It's a clear fumble. But when it was recovered by the Eagles, they they gave him the scoop and score for six. Uh, which was, uh, pretty much sealed the game at that point. Yeah. 
That should have been down by contact. I don't understand. When the when Eagles recovered the ball, I don't remember the guy that recovered it, but when that should have been down by contact. He has possession. He then rolls over, and then it's not down. And I feel like Dallas got a bad break there. Now, does that matter at that point? Probably not. But again, back to the comment I made earlier, things like that do affect games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just think, unfortunately, right now, you know, Dallas is not going to finish with much better this year. I, anybody at the NFC East is just not going to have a good year, and I just don't think it's going to get any better. Uh, I would agree. I would agree. So, And if you want to bring up the NFC East, I think we need to bring up our final game. Uh, we didn't do much coverage about it. Uh, Last time, but I, I do want, kind of want to go into it. So we have Monday Night Football. Uh, Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are going to New York and the Giants. Uh, right now, uh, eight and a half point favorite for Tampa Bay. And I feel like that's going to sit just fine. Uh, Bucks will come out to possibly keep up first place in the NFC South, which I'm pretty sure they will end up keeping. Giants are going to still be sitting last in the NFC East. Uh, there's just no talent in New York right now. You know, losing Saquon was the hardest thing that happened to that team. You can tell that Daniel Jones does not have any veteran help that's really helping him. I mean, you have Devontae Freeman, but you don't have a strong Devontae Freeman. Uh, and I don't even know if he's activated or not for tomorrow. Uh, so that's just another thing to look at right now. Uh, I, I just think Tom Brady's going to come out and have a field day with him. Yeah, I, I think this game's going to be uh, out of hand real quick for the Giants. They just don't have the firepower to keep up with uh, uh, the Buccaneers. and uh, They're not going to have Antonio Brown for this game. He'll be, he'll be next weekend. Uh, but they're not going to they're not going to need this game. And um, like you said, it's going to be a field day. It's it's not even going to be close. But, uh, hey, all the best Giants in this game. But uh, uh, they're going to have to be better on third down. Uh, they're less than 50% on third down. But they are 75% on fourth down. But, you know, that probably plays in because they're not very good on third down. But, uh, and then the Buccaneers are 22 to 28. In the red. When they get down there in the position, uh, they definitely uh, – put points up on the board. So uh, if Giants can keep them out of the red zone, they might uh, have a chance in this game. But uh, I just I just don't see that happen. Well, I don't even think they need to worry about being in the red zone. I think, you know, Down Brady's weapons are now all active. And the only one you don't have tomorrow is Chris Godwin is still out with his finger. Uh, but you have Mike Evans. Um, that other – I can never remember his name. That Scott, Scotty kid, I think is – I can't remember. Um you know, he's going to have them tomorrow. And Giants have confirmed Devontae Freeman is out tomorrow. So, uh, it, it, it unfortunately, I just if the Giants score a touchdown tomorrow, that'll be great for them. But I feel like it's the only touchdown they'll score. Uh, that Tampa Bay defensive line is just unstoppable right now. I think it is fighting with the L.A. Rams defensive line. They look about the same. Yes, the Rams did lose today. Um, but you cannot discount the fact uh, of the defensive line there. And I just think that the Bucks are – up to that caliber, if not better. And not just that, they have some of the best linebackers in the NFL. Obviously, their secondary is not the best in the world right now, but I mean, when you have a first and second level that are that good, your third level doesn't matter that much. Uh, Daniel Jones is not going to throw, and I'm sorry, the new uh, line is 10.5 for the Buccaneers, not 8.5. I think they changed that with Devontae Freeman being confirmed that he is out. Probably so, yeah. Uh, if If it's a two touchdown game, that's great. Uh, but I don't think it will be. 
No. Uh, the Bucks are going to get hot until they get to the playoffs. And I think that's when we need to see how the Buccaneers really are because Brady has obviously played in the AFC playoffs his entire career. You can't think of many AFC teams that could have been too much damage to him until near the end. Uh-huh. Uh, no, he's going to be doing playoffs in the NFC where anybody, the NFC always has it, many teams in the playoffs that are well-deserved to be there and they deserve to be there. So I want to see how Brady does do in the playoffs. Uh, and I think just the way the season's going, it will be another win for them. Yeah. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. Buccaneers are definitely not losing this game. Um, I agree with you when it comes to the playoffs. AFC and NFC. Um, over the years, there's been many ups in the uh, NFC playoffs and teams that you didn't think were going to win uh, did, uh, even though if they, you know, that might be the wild card round, they get knocked out in the division, divisional round, whatever, they've ruined the season for somebody. Uh, in the AFC, the last 20 years, you always know they're probably going to be Patriots or somebody, the Colts when Peyton Manning was in the AFC, uh, and, and Broncos, um, uh, you know, teams in there that have. Uh, squeaked by and 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 got a Super Bowl through there, but yeah, for the most part, Tom Brady hasn't had much competition. So I'm excited to see how it's going to go when he is in uh, playoffs this year because they're definitely going to be there. So uh, I got one more thing before we go. It's a little bit of a prediction for tomorrow night's game. I am going to predict Daniel Jones to throw more interceptions. He does touchdowns. I'm going to go three interceptions and two touchdowns and two touchdowns might be gracious. You know, I, I could agree with that, but I might not say three and two. I might say two and one. I can see him throwing two picks and maybe one touchdown tomorrow. I just don't see Daniel Jones producing much tomorrow. Uh, I, I Unfortunately, the only production he's going to have is for that uh, Tampa Bay defense. Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be rough, and Daniel Jones is going to have to play the absolute best game of his career if he wants to have any chance in this game tomorrow night. So. Yeah, I know we had our share of upsets this weekend, but I mean, unfortunately, I think this one's almost a lock. Yeah, this is uh, not one of them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, Next time, we'll be previewing a little bit more. Uh, Hopefully by next time, someone's in a better mood that their Packers didn't lose. Just kidding. but we want to thank you so much for listening tonight. Make sure to check us out at recklessatbest.com and where you get all your podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, among other things. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys have a great night. Peace.